0: Kid Ventures, where will your next trip take you? Hi, this is Cathy from Mummy Travels. And Ting from My Travel Monkey. And can you believe it has been a year since our last episode?
1: A year! I mean. and what a year! It's seen us taking our first overseas trip since before the pandemic, seeing
0: restrictions relax, then return, and finally relax again. Finally. So we have taken our first post-pandemic trips without any tests needed <laughs> oh, the novelty. and rescheduled so. some long, long, long delayed plans.
1: And we have a new series lined up with a string of experts sharing their insight on what family travel is going to look like in the future and inspiring your next trips. So the
0: big question is, where have we been? Uh, where have you been where have I been where have I been well I had 18 months of not taking a flight which was weird
1: um and I think I was longer than you I think I had 24 months no it's about 18 months as well
0: yeah and then finally it was the excitement of getting on a plane again last August um and uh, went to Lanzarote just very straightforward, bit of sunshine, Mm -hmm. bit of not being in the UK. Um, Went with my parents, stayed in a villa and it was so nice. It was so nice. Um, Just somewhere really familiar because it felt, I think I hadn't realized how stressful a lot of it would feel. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. had to have, that was at the point where uh, we had to have tests done to return to the UK yeah um so like 48 hours before we flew back or something I'm sitting in a villa in Lanzarote um with a nurse on video chat on my laptop trying to you know swab my swab the back of my throat and do all the things and um thankfully it was obviously all fine Um, but I, I didn't realize after that till I got the results through I think I actually breathed out and that was I mean
1: I was gonna say because that's the thing that put me off about going um because I just had so many horror stories from friends who were like yeah my wife and kids have gone home but I've had to stay for another two weeks because I got a positive test before I flew back and I was just thinking that would just be a nightmare I just don't think I could cope well it was just me and one kid me and two kids and Steve my husband was the one who could go home these things just kept going through my head and it just it scared me enough not to do it so I think you were very brave.
0: I think it was partly as well looking at the figures so where we are in West London we have not not had great figures um, in terms of you know confirmed cases and so on so comparing it to Lanzarote which was a lot lower Part of me kept thinking, I don't know why they're actually letting us in. Um, but they but they did. And it felt it did feel incredibly relaxing, um, having just said how stressed I was. Um, so, but I think I was just like low-level stressed the whole time. Um, yeah yeah. So I am glad that I did. I think it's it's almost like it's like a lot of things that the build-up and going through the paperwork and mm checking everything and things changing so quickly, you know, what did you have to do in terms of the masks and tests and paperwork and this and that and the other and and so on. But once I'd actually committed to doing it and we did book quite last minute because, well, the previous 18 months had shown that there really was not a great deal of planning very far ahead. Um, it, It almost felt like first travels with a baby that it seems this massive obstacle and you plan and you look into it and you check it and you go and it is stressful to start with. And then you go, actually, this is great. And also once you've done it once, so then at October, so that was August that we went to Lanzarote and October half term, we then went to Kefalonia. And Mm -hmm. by comparison that felt even easier because we didn't have to test while we were out there um we did have to do a day two test I think but by then it was like I'm back and if I have to quarantine anywhere I'm at home
1: yeah yeah
0: um and we'd had that experience of having done it of having worn the the masks on the plane all that kind of thing and again the figures in Greece were way lower than they were in my bit of West London and it's a little island and again it all just felt really relaxed um the holiday itself was a little bit mixed I feel like I'm grabbing every opportunity totally. um, to get away. Then again, this year, we've squeezed in two trips to Portugal. So we went to Lisbon in February and then the Algarve at Easter. And again, each one sort of it, it's each time it seems to get a bit easier. Yeah. So Portugal was going to have to be a test to go and then they cancelled it. And then the UK dropped any kind of test on return and dropped passenger locator forms. And so it's like, it feels like each time we do it, it just gets that bit easier. But having done the slightly more complicated version at the beginning, and even then I felt like I was picking the easy destinations.
1: Yeah,
0: It's got a bit easier. And this, the next trip I'm doing is revolutionary. I don't have to do any paperwork going or coming (laughs) back, any tests. Any, anything. Amazing. amazing. I know. Like I'm used to sort of travelling with enough paperwork to stun and badger. And as long as I remember my passport, I'm kind of pretty well done. I, mean, I do need my I do need my COVID pass, my vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Pass on my phone. It's like, this is, this is it by comparison. I'm breezing up to the airport with my sunnies on going, I'm here. But I think it also depends where you go. So I was recently in Ibiza and obviously...
1: Uh, we didn't have to uh, well I had my COVID passes with me and um, she just said what flight were you on and I went from London she went oh yeah just go through (laughs) so we didn't even need to show them so um, I just think it kind of depends where you're going and um, but you're absolutely right that it is getting easier each time and in fact the last time I traveled which was only a few weeks ago It felt like pre-pandemic times. Mm. I mean, Ryanair insisted we wear a mask on the plane, um, whereas quite a lot of other airlines aren't anymore on the plane. Most people weren't even wearing them. I have to be honest. I don't know whether it's some sort of protocol they have to follow, but apart from that when we arrived there you know even in Spain no one's wearing masks out and about anymore well not where Mm -hmm. I've been um and it felt totally normal really
0: it's Uh, it's weird in a way isn't it that how almost how quickly you get used to to doing these strange things that at first it was you know everything happened so fast and it was all this weird weird situation and then You you sort of start to get your head around the idea of, I don't know, wearing masks and testing a couple of times a week. And then about the idea of, you know, if you can travel again, all this extra faffing about and paperwork and kerfuffle and the rest of it. And then when it when it goes away, you you sort of left floundering and go, well, do I not have to do anything?
1: (laughs) I know. Well, because I went to Valencia, uh, I'd say October last year. And obviously then we did have to do a test, like a day two test when I came back home and I had to do passenger locator forms and all that stuff. But then going to Mallorca this Easter with the family, and we didn't have to do any of that. Um, No testing. Uh, And yet when we were in Valencia, it was every restaurant, there were no menus. You had to use a QR code to get up anything Mm. if you're in a restaurant and in Mallorca they were kind of doing that but then sometimes genuinely I was like I forgot my phone I've (laughs) left it in hotel room and they would just go laugh and bring over a menu so I just think everyone's getting a bit more relaxed I'm I'm not sure whether that's a good thing or a bad thing but I suppose in in my head I had COVID about eight weeks ago
0: Mm. Nine.
1: And I had it really badly. I got really poorly with it. Um, very exhausted. Um, couldn't get out of bed. Did anything and then needed to sleep for four hours. Uh, but weirdly, after I'd had it, I felt like I was untouchable. <laughs> in a weird way. I was like, well, I, I, you know, I know I can get it again. But I surely I can't get it again in like the next five or six weeks. Um, which happened to be when I travelled quite a bit. I went to the Netherlands as well. Um, and... Yeah, I think maybe a lot of people feel like that.
0: Oh, I've had it, I'm kind of okay. It definitely takes some of the fear out of it, I suppose. I don't know, I don't want to minimize it because I still know I know people who've got long COVID and
1: I do as well.
0: Yeah. But but again, yeah. that that jump from the early days when it all seemed quite terrifying <laughs> a lot of the time to having, you know, praise the law for science and vaccinations and boosters now it's almost the chances are it will be won't be fun but it might be feel like a bad cold and it might knock you out and like you were you know knocked out for a week or so and taken to your bed and so on but at least not the you know not the fear of hospitalization for most people anymore of
1: course and I would say that if you were really terrified of it then I suppose you wouldn't be open to traveling again and going abroad, which, you know, a lot of people are still quite uneasy about doing, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I completely understand, you know, for us who love traveling, who love going away and who obviously work in the travel industry as well. You know, I think it's a really welcome thing, although it's like a a double-edged sword because when I went away to Mallorca, you know, we were so concerned, literally a week before I went to Mallorca, I was in Amsterdam for work, and um, I turned up at Gatwick for a a 7am flight, 45-minute flight, and when I got out of the cab, I was just astounded because the queue to check in for EasyJet was out of the terminal building, mm. um, outside. And people were just going oh i'm going to miss my flight because people were panicking because you know you yeah. thought 2 hours would be enough to yeah. get through and then suddenly about whole weekend there were cancellations 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 people were just left without flights and it was just chaos in in all airports i remember it was it was near the easter holidays wasn't it it was yeah. you know you heard stories of manchester and liverpool and heathrow and gatwick and easyjet and ba just cancelling flights left, right and centre. And it was down to, you know, security and people and staff getting COVID. But you know, that's still around. BA actually cancelled all their flights today from London. I think that's just going to be a continuing problem. And the knock on effect for that is because obviously, I also work for a travel company, is that those holidays that have been booked with those flights now have to be rescheduled have to be changed alternative transport and so then these customers are left not knowing if their holiday is even going to happen anymore so it's just a really strange time for travel although it's so exciting and everyone wants to go away again well actually you know so many people were laid off so many people had to find other jobs you know during the pandemic and and now they can't replace those people you know i don't know how genuinely it's ever going to go back to normal like pre-pandemic times there's always going to be that element of doubt isn't there what if the pandemic suddenly increases again or and it hasn't gone away you know in Asia Hong Kong for instance and China and Korea it's it's rampant um the the virus still um because they don't have as big a vaccine program as we've had here Japan still closed its borders it's it's really hard to know isn't it still yeah
0: I think I mean that's that's one thing I've definitely learned is not to even try making predictions so I don't know I think I think it's almost like a transition or I'm hoping it's kind of like a transition that you've got that odd combination of People are finally taking postponed trips. People are maybe co- more confident about traveling again. I saw something um Heathrow, the numbers in March were around 80% of the numbers in February 2020. So that's that's almost back. Back to yeah. To, I mean, Heathrow has so many people, 20% is still a whacking great number, but the jump in that and the numbers in March were the highest. So the highest since the start of the pandemic as well. Yeah.
1: The appetite yeah. is definitely so, there for
0: travel. But then, as you say, you've got things like you've got the airlines laid off a lot of staff. You haven't got security baggage handlers. You haven't got the staff at check-ins. You haven't got the the crew sometimes. Yeah. And then you throw in, if you have like a sudden spike in people catching COVID and, so many flights being cancelled the day I remember I remember seeing your photos at Gatwick of that queue and I think we were flying <laughs> yeah. the next morning we had some hideously early flights so we were already getting up at stupid o'clock in the morning and <laughs> looked at it I'm like oh no we have to get up even earlier yeah, because I'm I can't miss the flight and it was chaos pretty much it wasn't as the queues weren't as bad but it just didn't seem there hardly seemed to be anyone checking anyone in And it didn't seem to be very well managed. And there were people who'd missed flights from the day before who were pushing in.
1: Mm. And I
0: swear it was almost a punch up in the queue. But then actually having got through and flown, everything I was seeing was cancelled flights, missed flights, you know, massive queues at airports. And I actually felt like we'd done quite well because it wasn't the most stress free flight, but we got there. So, yeah, it makes it'll be interesting to see, I think, what happens at half term and (laughs) summer yeah everything is the like you say the desire the numbers are all bouncing back particularly at peak times but the industry is still recovering
1: yeah very yeah it's still recovering and will be for a while I think Mm.
0: Um,
1: and it's just such a shame isn't it because we you know everyone who works for the travel industry wants it to be like a-okay but you know the reality is you know yeah the hunger for travel is there and, and and increasing I think day by day month by month but you know whether the industry not just here all over the world can handle it is a, a different matter but oh god
0: it sounds so depressing I don't mean to be depressing no <laughs> <Yeah>, we look <laughs> I, I, look on the bright side yeah imagine look on like the like bright side years ago we were all kind of still trapped inside our houses I think so exactly which is why it's been so amazing to be able
1: to go away and honestly I never thought I'd be so happy to get on a like a Ryanair flight
0: like I wouldn't have said that two years ago I still can't (laughs) quite believe you're saying that now to be honest (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's my I'd like I'd like to be able to get beyond Europe this year I think you know we've had We have had some great opportunities exploring bits of the UK and I have had some lovely trips as well. We really enjoyed both of our Portugal visits. It was lovely to be back in Greece. You know, all of this, it's been so nice getting out there and and travelling and being able to actually look at places. Maybank holiday, we had our planned, um, it was a work trip, fell through with only about a week to go. And so all of a sudden I was being really spontaneous in trying to book something because determined, obviously, not to let the opportunity go past. And I came up with four different options to put to my family because for some reason I was giving them a say that time. I'm
1: (laughs) quite sure. (laughs) Why did you do that? that?
0: No, I know, I know. And they picked the wrong thing. No. <laughs> we had, so we had a yeah, a few different options. But there were things like I'd I'd priced up a, a weekend in Budapest because I'd found some really cheap flights there, had look at accommodation. And there were options there, which were, wasn't going to cost an arm and a leg. Yeah. And it was yeah, it was it was like normal being able to just go online and see where are the cheap flights going and oh mm-hmm. you know i wonder what airbnb's got although i will say there were some weird airbnbs in budapest one of the places that came up marketed itself as a dungeon i'm like uh, okay um,
1: <laughs> skip past that one yes
0: i'm like fine there's a market for that maybe not with my nine-year-old <laughs> <laughs> and we actually and we ended up going on a on a little cruise just out to guernsey and back but it was um yeah, it's something something a bit different. A bit different, yeah, totally. Mm. Because I would never
1: choose a cruise. know, yeah, personally, I'm not. Well, my husband doesn't like being on boats. <laughs> no. That, would so be that a doesn't track. really help. Yeah. But um, but I never think of that mini cruise. And I've always wanted to go to Guernsey.
0: I've never been. It was lovely. I mean, it, obviously, it being a cruise, it was all quite a flying visit or a cruising visit. one or the other. Um, But (laughs) but I got to explore St Port, which was, um, which was nice. And I'd had, obviously, as I always do, all these really optimistic ideas of how much you could possibly fit in a day. (laughs) I was like, oh, we could, maybe we could get in a taxi and just go around the island, or we could go to this beach, or we could go and do this, and we could go and do that. And it's like, no, obviously not. Calm down. You're there for about eight hours. But it was a nice, it's the first time I've been to Channel Islands. So it was a really nice taste. So, on the cruise on the way back so I'm scrolling or on the drive back from Southampton scrolling through accommodation on Guernsey and thinking oh, I've got the summer booked yeah
1: <laughs> maybe yeah no I bet it's beautiful in the summer there that's really nice that you picked something really quick and spontaneous I'm never like that um but I agree with you about wanting to go further afield I just for me I'm not sure well obviously we're still trying to do up dotty listeners yes. I mean that's taking its time uh (laughs) there's me with high hopes of it being done like within six months uh no uh
0: the ceiling's going up this week yay You you are practically rebuilding that caravan though I mean, is, will there be any of the original left? Or are you just going to repair every single bit until you've basically built it? It's <laughs> probably,
1: yeah, it will be completely. Yeah, it's pretty much gone. Everything of the original. Yeah, it is. And we keep coming up with different things and going, oh, OK, maybe we'll try that. And, you know, unfortunately, materials as well have gone up so much and building materials. Yeah and um I mean I'll tell you a funny story the other day we went to DIY store and um my husband and I didn't read the labeling properly on some cladding and we we saw seven pounds ten per pack in our heads and I was like yeah yeah load it up like so we loaded the 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 trolley up with like 10 p 10 packs of this cladding and we got to the checkout and the guy just beeped it and i literally had my card to tap because i just, just thought oh you know it's gonna be this much yeah and then he was like that's 349 <laughs> and i went what <laughs> so I, I, I pulled the card back straight away went uh 340 he's like yeah seven pounds ten per single piece oh <laughs> no and i was like yeah scrap that <laughs> yeah maybe we'll take that. this we had to take the trolley back and unload it all and then we found the actual packs that were more 14 pounds per pack and we were like oh okay yeah, so that's, that's the one we need and it wasn't 350 quid I mean ridiculous I mean it's just like cheap cladding wood to put on the ceiling that's how expensive like even MDF now is
0: really expensive um it's all glamour being a travel blogger, isn't it? Oh, it is, guys. Um, but but we episode. have cladding. Cladding. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> but my point is, we have booked to go to France in August oh with God. the caravan. That's our deadline. I can cancel. Stuff. I mean, no, I might no, get. I might get to out August course. and panic and just think it's not happening life just gets in the way honestly work life everything's so busy yeah. and even though she is on the driveway and we see it every day it's it's really hard to get the momentum to start doing it particularly mm-hmm. particularly my husband you know who let's face it is in the building trade so he works with tools all week and you know I get it The last thing he wants to do is do it all again In his spare time on the weekend.
0: It'll be worth it, won't it? It will be worth it. That's it. When you when you sail across the channel and (laughs) unleash Dottie onto the unsuspecting roads of France. Well, it's funny though, because next week I
1: am going to France without Dottie just in the car. But so many people have said, You're going on the get in the caravan next week. I was like, no, (laughs) she's not ready. (laughs) We're just going in the car. So, um, yeah, I am looking forward to that as well. We're going back to Brittany with EuroCamp. This is a trip that has been postponed three times. Yeah. Of COVID. So it will be nuts to actually go and be there because this was booked in
0: 2019. Gosh. <laughs> it's mad that, isn't it? Totally. So what, what are you going to be doing? Tempt us.
1: well do you know what um this camp we've never done a type of big holiday park camp thing before Mm. so I genuinely don't know what to expect except that you know there seems to be something for everybody in the whole family there's an 18 hole golf course which my husband is jumping at joy for there's water slides like 10 different pools zip wiring archery horse you know horse riding Mm -hmm. stuff like that so um I'm just gonna I'll
0: probably read (laughs) a lot you send all the boys off to be active exactly and Um, sit down with something typically French and I said Michael's Mount's not far oh nice
1: yes and every time we've been I keep going we want to go we want to go and we never go but this time it is literally half an hour away so I have said to everybody I don't care we're going so mm-hmm. I definitely want to go and see that and then whatever else is around because Britain is such a lovely part of France um you know we've been before um it's huge though and I imagine we have only scratched the surface so uh, looking forward to seeing a bit more of that really um and where are you off to?
0: I'm I'm off to Spain um yeah. yes so it should be nice so I'm going actually to the mainland which is the first time I've been for ages so we've been we've been to the Canary Islands quite a bit Mm -hmm. Um, and I was in Menorca a few years ago and I was in Barcelona as well that's about five years ago so yeah it feels like quite a a novelty um, to be seeing a slightly different side of the country and that is also partly for work so I'm doing a hotel review and we're going to be we're flying into Malaga and then the hotel itself is about half an hour or so sort of south and slightly inland of Marbella Um, and yeah so I'm really looking forward to it's it got an amazing pool and they do a little shuttle bus to the beach and they've got a little beach club so I'm feeling I'm feeling a little bit of luxury coming on yeah it's a
1: lovely area that part today and I've been quite a few times both to Malaga and Marbella and um, yeah it's really it's really nice you're going to have lovely weather as well
0: Yes, yeah. So it's all about 25, 26 there, which should be nice. Right. And we're gonna have a day trip to Rhonda as well, which I'm really excited about. So I Oh really...
1: yeah, Rhonda looks beautiful. Every
0: time I see the photos, yeah, incredible bridge and lots of history, because you know I like that. Um <laughs> and yeah, mix it up. Yeah, so my daughter gets lots of lots of beach and pool. Um, I'm also sneaking off to the spa for. Uh, I think we have a deal. I get 90 minutes to myself. Nice. And she goes to the kids' club. And the trade-off is that she gets 90 minutes where she can have whatever she wants. I, it's like, you know, I'm not sending her down the mines. So I'm <laughs> asking her to go to the kids' club for an hour and a half. But you know, <laughs> there we go. That's that's my trade-off. It's kind um, of
1: like a yes day, but for yes. 90 minutes basically yeah, so what exactly. can she squeeze out of you in 90 minutes
0: well to be fair I don't think you know she's not pitching it too high I think she's angling for pool time and ice cream which oh that's just easy well this it, is it let's you right. know let's not give it away but the chances are she's going to get that regardless if you're on it I was going to say and a plate of <laughs> chips and some pizza later <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah it is nice for us to be able to chat about travel again and our plans and what could be for the future um but like you said it's taking little steps at the moment you know there are so many things I want to do abroad you know Japan and Mm. Costa Rica and a lot of America I was talking about doing Route 66 a few years ago I still want to do that but I just I kind of feel like oh not yet Uh, now that we've got the caravan (laughs) to be fair you know we can't take caravan um long haul but um, I can't
0: imagine dotty on route 66 somehow no, but
1: funnily enough uh, quite a few of our friends are moving to Asia next year uh, friends of ours are moving to Malaysia and another set of are moving to Thailand
0: Ooh. so you know already
1: my head's whirring about yeah. can we fit see both of them in and can I go to Langkawi as well and blah 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 <laughs> Uh, I mean. as 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 my husband rolls his eyes at me and to be fair prices are just astronomical at the moment flight wise accommodation wise you know, that's a lot for a family of four to go long haul the flights alone are a couple of grand yes. and, and that's another factor and I think not just for me um but for a lot of families can I really afford to spend seven grand to go away no. <laughs> no, exactly. No, who does? I'll,
0: I'll answer that question. No,
1: You know, and, and at the end of the day, you know, even when I went to Mallorca for a week, all-inclusive, it wasn't cheap. Mm. You know, it, it's still pricey
0: just to go to Europe. There's been a lot of research around as well that people, while people are sort of trying to travel more to make up for lost time, a lot of time people are travelling for longer as well. And I think that's partly the kind of what seize the day while you have the opportunity type thing but also i think probably partly because if you are going if it costs an arm and a leg for the flights then if you can go for 3 weeks instead of 2 well why not instead of more short breaks which people might have done before
1: yeah but i think that's only for a very small minority of people i'm finding maybe more the baby boomers <laughs> without kids who can go yeah I'll go away for two months yeah that's because you haven't got a mortgage <laughs> <laughs> and your kids have all left home I mean I'm only jealous let me go away for a few months
0: <laughs> but even even if we wish we could take two months or you know six months or maybe a bit longer oh,
1: than that or win a lottery
0: yeah off <laughs> in one go it feels everything feels a bit more upbeat to me definitely I think just a bit more it's all going in the right direction.
1: Absolutely, and the fact is, we are recording a kitchen yes. podcast after like how many months?
0: Yes, so, we're, you know, we're not going to dwell on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because we've been away. Now we've we've got to talk about what we've been up to. I mean, a few years ago, we've been like, oh, well, you know, I made banana
0: bread, <laughs> oh, <laughs> soda so bread. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely after after the corona coaster of the past two years it's good to feel a bit optimistic for the summer at least we'd love to
1: hear your plans or anything you'd like us to cover in future episodes too by and we really hope you tune in again for another episode soon it's been really lovely to talk to you again it's good to be back do, 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 do. See you again soon for the next kid adventure. Do, 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 do.